We have a wonderful message for you today, whether a, a, a sermon, but yet yeah, it is a message. And the title of the message is Undergirded by the Lord Jesus Christ. Undergirded by the Lord Jesus Christ. And our scripture reading came from Romans, the 13th chapter, the 14th verse. Yes. And it reads, But put ye on the Lord Jesus Christ and make not provision for the flesh yes. to fulfill the lust thereof. Amen. Amen. So this speaks of uh, putting on the Lord Jesus Christ. Mm -hmm. It speaks of a carnal act versus a spiritual act. We're going to be uh, speaking about a, a, a lion today. The lion is the motif. The lion, we know the lion is attributed to the children of Judah of the tribe of Israel. Amen. A lion of the tribe of Judah. Judah, we know, was Israel's fourth born son. Amen. And uh, four is a very important number. We're going to look into the number four in numerological terms. The four is the earth number. Amen. Represents the earth. And Judah was his fourth born son. Amen. And we know that the tribe of Judah, the prophecy was the scepter shall not depart. Amen. From Judah. And as you know that there are um, dealing with the, the, the number four, the, the sun and the moon was created on the fourth day. You can find that in Genesis 1.19. And I have a question for you. How do you put on Jesus Christ? How do you put on Jesus Christ? The answer is you don't. You have to put on the Lord Jesus Christ. In order for it to put on Jesus Christ, he has to be the Lord of your life. The scripture says that put ye on the Lord Jesus Christ and make not provision for the flesh to fulfill the lust thereof. Well, it's mighty difficult to put on Jesus Christ. You must put on the Lord Jesus Christ. He must be the Lord of your life before you can put him on. All right. Amen? So in many attempts, people put on, try to put on Jesus Christ and they're failing in a multitude of ways. He must first be the Lord of your life. All right. Amen? It's just like going swimming without getting wet. You know anybody who went swimming without getting wet? That's just like putting on Jesus Christ. He must be your Lord. You might try to be slick and put on a wetsuit, but even under that wetsuit, there's going to be a little moisture. Well, so even if you try to put on Jesus Christ, it won't work. You need to make him the Lord of your life. All right. Amen. So metaphorically, the garment, the garment they ask you to put on is like a salvation unit. Um, like the four legs of a chair needed used by a lion tamer to fight off a lion. Mm -hmm. Now a lion uses, uh, uh, a lion tamer rather uses the stool or a chair as a method of distraction. Mm -hmm. Now there are four legs on a stool or a chair. So these four, the lion tries to focus on, on all four legs at once and he is unable to function because he stands frozen at the, the chair, the, the four um, prongs coming from the chair or stool, frozen and confused. Mm. 
Amen. So this many times the, the Bible says the, the enemy is like a roaring lion. Many times we must um, throw him. He's the devil is the author of confusion. He's not confused. He's a, he's a, he's one unit, but we can confuse the devil as saints of God. Did you know that? Okay, so when you put on the Lord Jesus Christ, this is much like confusing the devil. Uh -huh. Because you have an intangible attribute about you that's able to uh, stay, um, make the devil un unstable. Freeze him in his tracks. All right. There are four units. The garment of the Lord Jesus Christ is one garment. Like when Jesus, uh, they, they, uh, they, they, they shot dice for his, his garment. They didn't divide it. It's one unit. The priest robe is one unit. It's one unit. When you put on the Lord Jesus Christ, it is one unit, but yet it has four components. All right. We're going to speak to you this morning about those four components of the Lord Jesus Christ that we must put on when we claim Jesus Christ is our Lord. Mm -hmm. The first component is to be spiritually endowed. To be spiritually endowed is to be saved. And this represents the head, much like the helmet of salvation. This garment is much like the armor that we use to throw it off the, the wiles of the enemy. Now, the downside is if you have, a, 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 you need four. You need all four. You don't need three. You don't need two. You don't need one. So as I go through these four, we need all four acting as one in motion. Amen. So the spiritually endowed aspect is the head, the salvation part. Amen. The Bible says, put on the helmet of salvation. Amen. And we want to keep our head in the game. We want to move forward and focus on the main thing. Amen. So the number two aspect of the four units of our garment is to be naturally prosperous. It says the man of God sold in the field and he, re he received abundance of a, a hundred times harvest that same year. That's naturally abundant. Mm -hmm. Now that represents the breastplate. That represents the, the, the abdomen area, the heart, the, the breastplate of righteousness. Amen. Right. The Bible says that righteousness exalts a nation, but sin is a reproach to any people. Yes. Amen. So the downside, if you try to fight the devil, if you try to go out there in the world without, without, without righteousness, you may lose your faith. Well, There's a song many years ago in the 90s that said, here I am in a spotlight losing my religion. Many people are losing their religion. They're losing their faith. Right. Now, when you lose your heart, you lose your courage, you lose your ability to stand. Amen. So we want to be naturally prosperous. This comes about by the heart, the abdomen. Gives you courage to move forward. Amen? Don't lose faith. Amen? Don't lose your heart. Amen? Three. Three represents, the third aspect represents what you do. Industrious. Using your arms. Amen? When you're able to work, you can, you can have zero balance in your bank, but if you're able to work, you have somewhat of a, a faith that you're going to make it. 
because they can place you in any area as long as you know you have the ability to work, to earn a living, you have faith that you're going to make it. This is the industrious quality of the garment. The Bible says, and the man Jeroboam was a mighty man of valor, and Solomon seeing the young man that he was industrious, he made him ruler over all the charge of the house of Joseph. Well. Then he became, when the kingdom split, he became ruler over the house of Joseph. Yeah. Why? Because he was industrious. He uses arms. He uses ingenuity. He uses creativity to make things happen. Instead of waiting for a published clearinghouse to come knock on the door, uh, playing video games, watching TV, and just waiting for something to happen. No, we must go out there and do something. Yes. Amen? Amen. So when you have the, the ability to go out there and do something, it gives you a faith. Amen. Gives you a, a faith. So the downside is the loss of faith. Mm. If you lose your faith, you, you lose your ability to stand. Jesus. You need to have faith. You need, if you're losing your religion, say right now, repeat after me, Lord, give me the ability to get back where I came from. Amen. Amen. Revelation says, do your first works over again. Amen. Amen. So that you can have restoration. Now we know that in the when the kingdom divided, with Israel um, the split between Judah and the northern kingdom they call Israel, the kingdom divided, and the the the, Isra the Israelites in the northern kingdom they worshipped bulls and took on the practices of the nations, which was an abomination to God. And the Levites migrated to Judah. They were in a way expelled from. The northern kingdom. That's losing your faith. So we know that once you lose your faith, the 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 the, the result of that is utter destruction. Jesus. Amen. So we need to keep our faith. The fourth rung in this chair to fight off the enemy is to be financially stable. Alright. Now financially financial stability gives you a sense of peace. Security and peace. This is the fourth leg. The Bible says in Ecclesiastes, the 10th chapter, a feast is made for laughter and wine maketh merry, but money answers all things. Yes. So to be financially stable, it answers a multitude of things. But I'd like to make a correction on this. It answers things. We know that, that Solomon wrote this. He said that money answers all things, but we know that Solomon fell victim. He backslid after he wrote this. He backslid into worshiping different idols and different things. So money, you need more than money, amen. You need faith to go along with your money. You need to be naturally prosperous to go along with that. And you need the spiritually endowment of salvation. For if you're financially stable, and you lose your salvation, what hope do you have? They tell me in the 1920s during the black market, during the stock market crash in 1929 that brought about the Great Depression that many people lost fortunes, they, they were seen jumping out windows. So if money answers all things, it didn't answer the peace. It didn't give you them peace. It didn't say, I'm going to hang in there till things change. No, 
Many people commit suicide when they lose their security. But we know that God is able to sustain you. Yes, Don't is. lose your head. Keep your head in the game. Let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus, who being in the form of God, thought it not robbery to be equal with God. Yes. Amen. Yes. Putting you on the Lord Jesus Christ. Yes. Amen. This is making no provisions. If you lose your security, you lose your job, you lose your, your stability. Keep your head. Amen. God will bless you. As long as you're able to work, you're willing and you're able, God will bless you. Amen? Praise Amen. Yes. Keep your righteousness. Yes. Amen. So we know that when you lose your financial stability, you lose your status. Mm. Many people lose their security. They lose their, their respect that in the community. The Bible says there was a wise man in the city who saved the city, but yet the same wise man wasn't remembered because he was poor. Many times when you're poor when you, and you don't and you're missing the financial security, then you're you're missing something that that that's needed. You're, you're missing a set of credentials that you're needed. Amen. That's why financial security is so important. Amen. We need to equate financial security with prosperity and with the things of God. Many people equate financial security with no, that's of the devil. No. God wants you to prosper. Yes. Amen. Yes, He does. So we need this. We need these four rungs. Thank you. Lord. These four rungs to fight the enemy to confuse him. Amen. Financial security, able and willing to work, yes. prosperous, yes. Make, giving your heart right. When your heart is right, then that brings around prosperity. Amen. That scripture, the righteousness exalts a nation. That means the exalted means continually. Righteousness continually. You need to continually be righteous. Amen. For you to be exalted. Yes. So if righteousness exalts a nation, unrighteousness brings a nation down. Yes. So we need to fight against those things that, that are coming against our, our righteousness, that are making laws and making provisions for sin to run abound and erupt in this land. We need to stand against those things. Yeah. It's not about Democrats. It's not about Republicans. It's about doing what does save the Lord.